to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sugar Coated. I am beyond excited today to welcome my guest, Cody Kitchenberg. She is a, an incredible movement-focused female entrepreneur that has an incredible history and story to tell, and I am so thrilled that she agreed to join me today. Welcome to Sugar Coated, Cody. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I am so excited. And the way that we met each other is we, She Leads Media and Jennifer and Dawn Consulting, we are doing a retreat in Montana in May. And we were looking for women to uh, contribute to our gift bags because we are helping other women to start and grow their businesses on this retreat. And Cody reached out to us and gifted us with a a couple of amazing um, products. And she'll talk all about what those are. And when I received them, I was blown away by how just aesthetically pleasing, beautiful, and functional her products are. Uh, So Cody, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you and your business? Um, Thank you. I guess so I founded Equit and the whole premise behind it is we've reimagined traditional fitness equipment to be more beautiful with a visual trigger to movement. I started like, hmm, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> I invented a thing called a U-bar, super functional weight. So anything you do with the dumbbell, you can replace it with yoga blocks, stretch tools. Of course, mine's on my desk right now next to my Bronco riding sculpture. Um, <laughs> I, and I started because I, when I had my daughter, I was like, why is there nothing that like you reach for? So I always felt like dumbbells evoked the sense of dread and more so what you don't do than what you do do. Hmm. and fitness always was like defined parameters of like you wear leggings and you go to the gym and this is what your body needs to look like. And I never really, before that, my background was in modeling and then on a soap opera. And yeah, so I never really, I always knew I was like active, but it would be hiking for six hours or something else Hmm. in these unconventional ways. You and I were just joking that like, even on walks with girlfriends, I'd be doing these weird arm workouts (laughs) and cross and the same ones just on repetition. I love that. That's so funny that it it definitely reminds me when I would go out walking with my friends, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd hike a little or walk a little and then like, okay, do 10 squats or like, you know, let's go up against this, you know, fence and and do some push-ups and, and things like that. But what I really love about, well, what I love about you is a couple of things. Um, 
first of all, you started out in, you know, a very, like, um, gosh, I'm searching for for the words, like a a very beauty obsessed, right? Uh, Physical appearance um, type of industry, right? Movies, soap operas, things like that. And so I'm sure that there was some type of pressure to look a certain way. It's how you get roles, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of the things, and I, I love modeling, and I actually started it when I was, so I'm born in Wyoming. And then I was raised in Ojai. My dad would go to Wyoming every summer for a couple of months. And then Ojai opened the phone book. I told my mom, I really want to model because I was comfortable if there was a camera, but I didn't like crowds of people. It was like my way of playing make-believe. And I opened up the yellow pages. And she said, no, and I opened up the yellow pages of Ventura County. You can only imagine her white <laughs> where you're going to like begin. But at that time, it's not like there was like Google or anything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that led to a whole lifelong career, which I, I was thinking about this the other day where I was like, it is so interesting that it was just committing to one decision. Yeah. And that has caused the course of so much of my life. That being said, I remember some of the comments were like, your what was one of them was like your your body is too active for your face. Mm. I was like, I'm so confused. What does that even mean? Yeah. You know, and I one time my dad likes this story. I went home to Wyoming for the summer and that summer, I decided, I think I was 13. No, I think I was was older, 14, probably 14 or 15, because I just started modeling. And I um, decided to try to ride some steers. Um, <laughs> as one does. And, right? yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I know anyone. <laughs> I had, a, I still have a picture of it because it's so like, Wow. You know, we had, we were, we were cowboys and my dad yeah. still is and we ranched and that's kind of, if you want something to do, you get out there and my brother and I would take a rope or we'd go to the local rodeos and just try it. I came back and I had wow. booked the Billabong campaign and I came back covered in bruises from the steer stomping on me and they were like, what did you do? And I was oh like, my God. I rode a steer. Like I've always been so consumed with like what feels good now. Yeah. And I think that's, it's, it's a weird and think about this actually came up as we're talking like the beauty industry and the modeling and everything else was so focused on like a consistent end result of what your image looks like. Yeah. You know, always be in perfect like shape of what this is deemed perfect. And I still, even to this day, like part of what I believe in equipped is like you define, you know, the U shape was like, own you best mm. version of diapers. I drink really love a hamburger. <laughs> of course I drink. And I, I ride steer. I ride steer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pseudo cowboy with uh, big leather ankle weights and extremely beautiful weights. <laughs> no, I. You know what? I I love this all so much. And and first of all, I, I think the fact that Billabong was your first modeling job is super cool because I mean they do represent you know fitness and nature and and really getting out there. So I mean I think that that is a really cool, uh, you know, first modeling job. And it, it seems- I lost it because of the steers. Then I, I you, didn't you lost that? I thought that they would have embraced <laughs> right. that. I know, I know. But I had a lot of other cool, like, oh, wow. but that would have been, yeah. No, that's the irony of it is I was like, oh, huh. Yeah, because that's so funny that because that's in like direct alignment with like the what they promote. Yeah. Huh. Well, I think back at that, I mean, I was covered in bruises. 
Yeah. And now they'll be like, oh, we'll just Photoshop those bruises. It's fine. But like, I did a little number on the old body. Yeah. <laughs> it is, though. It is so much. I, I love that. Just the movement. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love, I, I never realized that the U was, a, I, I knew it was like a, a really interesting and dynamic shape, which is so cool. And it is beautiful. But the fact that it also sort of represents you, you, me, is, yeah. oh gosh, that is that even in itself is is beautiful. So I love how you're sort of marrying together this idea of individualized movement with yeah. beauty, but how you sort of define beauty. And then it's more about athleticism and feeling good and, and moving than it is about looking a certain way. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. It's, it's, we say like, I don't want to, there's so much to be said. I mean, when I had my daughter, that's when I really started to be like, huh, there's so much to be said about the, the emotional and physical and mental releases that happens from like, I, I call them like one song movements. I did it before our podcast and I was like, all right, do your one song. And I just, <laughs> I hit, I've got my little like shuffle playlist and I hit it and you know, it's three minutes and you feel like, a lot of times, if you've got more time, that that will lead into another three minutes and another and another. But like, yeah, that emotional release. And when I had Lola, I was like, why are weights so ugly? And ugly. I'm not going to leave them out. And I'm also not going to go to the gym if I leave her for two hours. I wanted to go out, like get dressed up and go for drinks with my girlfriends. I knew that that would be my saving grace. Yeah. So I started, you know, that's when I would like strap her to my chest. I definitely have such an unconventional approach to like where I am in business. Yeah. But I'd like, we'd go and hang out at steel yards and I'd be like, excuse me, that's a really <laughs> like fence. How'd you yeah. build that? How did the end part, how did the big bulb at the end of a railing, who made that? How did you do that? And just asking and like, they'd be like, who's this weird blonde lady with a baby strapped to her chest? Yeah. But there's so much of it that is just like knowledge in the do. I think that also just says to me that you have confidence in your intuition and sort of where that's taking you. And I love that so much because I uh, oftentimes, especially with entrepreneurship and especially for women, you know, we think that we have to approach things in in this this exact way or do things the way that, you know, someone else lays out for us. But so many of the stories and and women that I speak to, things that they've created or, you know, businesses that they've built and that have been really successful have really been very much guided by their own personal challenges, problems, and then guided by intuition. How, like how, to me, it's clear that the way that you were brought up instilled that sense of confidence and like getting out there and just doing it. And there was no, oh, I'm a girl, I'm I'm a boy, we're not going to do different things. But how would you sort of encourage other people to almost trust their gut and trust their intuition if they don't have that type of confidence? Um, I love that. I never, thank you, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I say, I mean, disconnect from screens, take a break and figure out like, I mean, I journal all the time and when I'm stuck, I'm just writing and I'm like, okay, figure out where, like where your passion lies. And still my, my two hours that caused me to want to create this lately, I haven't been using them as much, right? I haven't been taking like my version of self-care 
which again, it doesn't, my mind tends to be like, I move always. I take Lola for hikes and dance parties, but I love a museum and a journal and a glass of wine. And so I had to force myself where I was like, okay, you need to prioritize this again because there's so much there, like obsessed with weird, like furniture design and Mm -hmm. the timelessness and the legacy of what goes into creation. Mm. And that's something I would say is like, you know, after, during the 2022, I was like, okay, it's, it's conscious consumption and creation mm. that I decided is my tagline for the year because it's so busy these days. Yeah. And so I would say pause and really mm. listen to yourself and take account of, of without judgment, what brings you joy, like sparks you where you're like, I am insatiable for this knowledge and it's and and we all know that feeling but we don't give ourselves permission because we get in a place that we're like oh i have to be like growth means Ugh. i need to be focusing on ads well maybe it's really not that and maybe it's outsourcing that to someone that like have a knowledge of everything i mean yeah. there was a, a woman in china that developed she's like a billionaire that did something with them contacts mm-hmm. and i was always taken by her story that she she would still get in there and sweep the floors and do what every person did, but she could operate at any level. And I kind of did that even with like the weights. I'd be asking my welders. I was like, well, why is this taking so long? And why is it this price? So yeah. I started taking welding classes. Just so oh I knew. Oh my gosh. I like, love really that. Fun. It was, I'm a terrible welder. Um, but it was <laughs> so fun. Because <laughs> then I could go, oh, interesting. And if I want that, if I want to create this piece, like I love... I have a strong little product pipeline of just weird things that I've seen in my head and I sketch and go to museums and I go and go for a hike in these like weird tufas in Mono Lake. And I'm like, that's interesting. What is the shape of that? And how can I replicate that? And how does that pertain to the body? And what ergonomically, how could that come into life? Cody, you're an, you're an artist. That's yeah. it. But, I mean, yes, you're a product creator and like a force of nature. But to me, I am just hearing and seeing an artist, I I feel like you're, I'm looking into your mind and that is what's coming out to me. And this interest in, in life and objects and things and nature and beauty and welding. And I I love it. It's a, it's like multi-passionate. There's like, you know, this, this new, I don't know if it's new, but like new to me term about like the multi-passionate entrepreneur. So instead of like going deep on one thing, it's like the interest in everything, but the capability of bringing that all together to create something new and innovative. And I am so like that gives me the chills. I'm so excited by that. I love that so much. And that's only guided by by you and what you love. There's no there's no formula for that. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Oh, it's so good. It's so good and it's so exciting and I think what's exciting about it is like okay, you can you know, jump on a steer and <laughs> weld, <laughs> go hiking and have a glass of wine and journal and yoga and, and all of it. Um, and also create, create something, a product that you then can actually sell to people. And I, I know that you have some other things in your product line and then, you know, for your future. And then you're thinking about some other um, items as well. So you're, you're really paving your own way and, and creating your own business that kind of fits your, your life. 
Did, did you set out to do that or is that has that just evolved? Someone once asked after the soap opera ended, like, how do you want to work? Mm. Um, and I thought that was a really interesting question. Um, yeah. And I liked that idea. And I liked the idea of, you know, kind of other weird musings were like, one of the things that we want to do with Equipped is this like global language of movement. So each country that we launch in, we're having ambassadors from that region. I'm like, I love travel. And so the idea of creating a life, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to go back a minute. We had a studio for a minute. And at that time that taught me so much too, because I equated time spent to be productivity. So I was like, oh, well, if I'm here for 14 hours, I'm getting something done. But like, no, I wasn't because I didn't take account. I didn't pause and, and listen to what would best serve myself as a life and also the entity of the company. So I'd be scrubbing the floors and doing this, which is important, but also like figure out where you want it to go and have this kind of roadmap, but be willing to fear off course a little bit. And now I know that like, for me, I love travel obsessed. Like Lola and I are going to go to Wyoming and see my dad. And I'm like, all right, perfect. The fact that I can do all this with a laptop and like, I want to bring, I'm going to bring the U-bar. I mean, that's one of the reasons I like it being small. Yeah. It's 11 by 14 inches. So it goes, it goes in my suitcase. It goes everywhere. It's gone to the Seychelles. It's gone to New York. It's gone to London. It's gone to the ranch where I'm literally like, (laughs) She, I put her in a thing of tires and then I'm like, apparently that's the music that's in my head. I love it. So good. The accomplishment song. Yeah, totally. Other people is like, I sound like I'm on a circus. I'm like, yeah. I love that. Yeah, there was there's two books that I there was that idea of how do you want to work and then now discover your strengths. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cuz it made you go, "Oh, what what are my strengths?" And like, I like women. I like yeah. community, and I love kind of empathy and this feeling of like don't get don't feel bad about yourself and it's something that I remind myself too. I'm like when, when I'm like, oh, well, get wrapped up in what this external image of what the body should be. And I literally just start to feel like this. Because if you add that sensuality to the body and you feel the skin and you feel your health and you're like, hey, that Damn feels I'm good. <laughs> like, it's not about like if, if I didn't have this four pounds, like it's like, no, this is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know? I love that so much. And as long, and it's true, and there's a line, but it's like, as long as you're, as long as you're also healthy and you can move, you know, yeah, everybody's gonna go up and down and, and life. And I know for myself personally too, like this pandemic has just, I mean, it's thrown me for a real loop and like my clothes don't fit. (laughs) And that makes me feel bad because like I don't like what I see is not how I feel and so I want to bring those two things back together how they used to be but I got into this terrible habit of just I really love beer like so much (laughs) 
I do. I love like IPAs and they're like the, you know, the highest in calorie. And so it's like, I, I drink my beer and then I'll have like my brownie. And like, you know, when you do that every single day, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 you know, your clothes don't fit. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, strapping on the ankle weights and using the U-bar and, and everything like that. And I, I love, I, I love movement and just to be active. You got them on. <laughs> now, what color are those? They're a new color, which is a rose gold. Oh, God, got, they're gorgeous. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. We were just talking before we got on too that the ankle weights, because they're so beautiful and they're vegan too, which is so cool. Yeah. Um, they do have, you know, that leather look, but they are vegan, which is amazing. But they are so beautiful that they almost look like ankle accessories or the bottom of a pair of pants or gladiator sandals. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're multifunctional. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love that so much. Dude, that goes back to what the idea of the you is, which is like, okay, I know that these things are, are in direct competition of like, I want to feel this way and look this way too. Like, and then I also want to have my beer, my brownies, my case, my like wine and my, you know, <laughs> Jeez. my ice cream, uh, my burgers. <laughs> And so it's being very intentional about when you consume it and then having it without guilt. So you're like, okay, I'm going to pause. I've started to do this because it's the same. Like during the pandemic, it was so hard. And I'm finding myself having like two, three glasses of wine a night. And then I'm just eating terribly. And I was like, all right. So now before, as my like workday ends, when I kind of transition, which tends to be about four when my daughter's home from school or when, when she was here, when I was like, okay, I can't, I need to get her off the screen. Yeah. Enough ABC mouse. And so then we do movement mm. and we put on two songs or three songs, or sometimes it's one song and we get outside. And usually it's not specifically defined. We put on the ankle weights. I grab the U bar. She even has her, I made her out of socks, cute ankle weights because she wants to put hers on too. I love it. And we go <laughs> and we just move and we do the same things that get on repetition in the body. So then you can take away what what do I do? What do I do? And, and that's one thing too, the equipped, I'm doubling down on like content and how do I take away the steps of no more mm. mental blocks of like, I want to have it to where literally I do so much with these no leggings required movements. Yeah. So, and I didn't see that being showcased a lot and I would get intimidated if I saw someone being like, it only takes 45 minutes. And they had this perfect figure and I was like, it intimidates me. Yeah. So I was like, it only, you know, it takes a song. It then does. you're immediately putting something in the body that is rewarding instead of intimidating. Mm. And then by the time you're going through your beer, you're like, oh, I really, I really don't want it. Yeah. Releasing. yeah. And you're yeah. like, maybe, maybe I'll have like a sparkling water with some lemon and some mint and like put it in a really gorgeous cup. Yeah. And then when I do choose to have my beer, it's going to feel this different way. Yeah. And it's not going to hold the same power. Because I, 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 it's funny what you talked about, like that transition period. And it is the same for me. It's not like, oh, at noon, I want a beer. No, I want it at the end of the day so that I can transition from work to like, okay, you can like turn your brain off for a moment, you know, before you get into, you know, the, the second act of, of work, which is like cooking the dinner and doing the chores. 100%. I mean, it just never ends. Yeah, especially as a woman, you're like, 
no, no, no. I'm not going to go upstairs and like lay down and watch a movie. Like, no, no then it's, it is exactly that. It's the other yeah. job. Yeah. So it's like, you need something that, you know, it's like, you don't have to think as well, think as much cooking dinner, uh, right? It's not the same type of thinking. <laughs> we'll just yeah. say that. So it's like, it can be a little bit more relaxed, but, and I think that that's why those two habits together, like making the dinner that you're doing already and then pairing it, why that habit for me actually became so strong and and how it's so difficult to break. Yeah. Because th- they're so rewarding, like next to one another. But I love this idea of like, like, making that transition about movement and getting that feeling because that's what ultimately we're looking for, right? Is that, is that feeling something for you? Yeah. 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 So I'm going to, I'm going to, because it's so funny. I've been, I I love this. I'm like in therapy right now. Um, But I, cause you know, people have suggested to me, Oh, put seltzer in a really pretty cup. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't do, it doesn't have the same like zhuzh, you know, totally. but the movement does. And, and the days that I am able to like, uh, you know, at that time, five 30 or whatever, go to yoga. I never want like a beer after yeah, because the yoga does it for me. Yes. So I, I love this idea. And the fact that you are going to be creating, you know, you, you are right now that you're going to be creating even more of this helpful type of content that kind of mixes together with like, you know, here's a tool, right? Here's the tool, yeah. the the U-bar, the, the ankle weight, here's a tool. And then here's a, you know, a habit or a, something that you can do. That's a, an extremely powerful combination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good. Thank you. I think there's, cause there's also the, the thing that, that I believe in isn't, I'm see a little bit of an absence of it is like when the pandemic hit, my mom, um, went to UCSB still best friends with her eight girlfriends. She's 72 oh. now. They go away every year together, super social. And I was like, Oh God, like she's, She's always out and about, like they're hiking, they're camping. She's like, we're going to the Galapagos. They're all retired, <laughs> like a couple of them were teachers. And so I was like, oh gosh, what are we going to do? So I sent them each a wellness kit. Are you bar and are you wraps? Okay. And then we, we would do Zooms. So it started in the afternoon and, and then we would do it at 11. And I, I got to like play with the, the like bilateral movement of like, how do I challenge your balance? Or yeah. like what can I do here? And it was so fun to get the feedback too from my mom and all of her friends who were like, I'm, my mom said, she's like, I'm not going to get at, like, I don't, that's not my goal. Yeah. But if I can get my core and if I can get my balance and I can challenge the mind association, I'm in. And that also would like so much of now the content that we're creating was kind of guided by that. Um, because it's important and it's not just, it goes back to her ethos of like, move the body and, and meet you where you are and find the tools that can help us to have a healthier moment right now. And I yeah. don't think that traditional fitness always accepts that in a way where I'm like, it's it doesn't. habits. Yeah. No, you always have to sort of like 
do something in order to get to the fitness, whether it's drive to the yoga studio or put on the sneakers and go out on like you always you can't just pick something up and get to it. It always has to be like turn on the TV or jump on the Peloton or whatever it is. And that even though it doesn't seem like a big action, that's the stuff that stops people. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I really like the approach of like, it's like, do where you are with what you have. Yeah. Right. And then you can build from there. Have have you um, atomic habits? It's literally on my nightstand. And it's so, I love that you say that. Yes. I, that's so much of what I'm incorporating. I oh love my that. God. He, th- that atomic habits <laughs> is, oh my God. It's, it, it is, the principles that he talks about are, are literally life changing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Be it's a, revolutionary. Be, person, be an active person. Don't be a person with X, Y, Z results because that is intimidating and stopping. But, yeah. but build yeah. the habit into daily life and yeah. you will be, be this. Like, yeah. And I so agree so much of what I love that. I love it. And he's so good. And like the whole idea of like, one thing that really resonated with me is also like the identity. So it's like, I'm a person that moves versus like, oh, I have to like, I have to exercise or oh, I hate yeah. exercise. No, you're you're someone who moves. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter what that movement is. You're just someone who moves. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, adopting I think that identity. Like, people are like, oh, so you've got a workout company. So you must be workout obsessed. And I was thinking that I'm like, actually, that's kind of the reason that I created the company is because I'm movement obsessed because I don't build from the expert. And that's why I say even like, I love being this lover of movement. I'm not branding as like, I'm a trainer. I got certified as a trainer when I knew I wanted to do this because I wanted to know the body. But like, I'm a lover of movement. I'm I'm more on a parallel and I want to create things that can help to build these habits in rather than being someone that says, you need to do this. That's out there. But if I can say, hey, let's do this together and you build this community and you build where we're like, oh my gosh, let's go to this, this beautiful space and, and let's, let's move together and let's, whether it be, you know, in the kitchen, like I just was laughing, I was brushing my teeth and I have my same three moves even there that I'm like, and and (laughs) make it fun. Where like, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, Again, yeah. more music, theme music. <laughs> <laughs> the circus. Um, I admittedly have to grab my uh, phone charger. All these things. I, my husband always says, he's like, you are not the greatest with charging. <laughs> yeah. So right. Because it's like what, like we really, you know, the, cause it's tethered. You, you, you it's, it's something that is tethering. And so it's anti movement. So that's, you know, I, that's why. That is why you're not good with it because it is against your identity. (laughs) You're a wireless woman. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, my gosh. You know, what I really love, too, about the idea behind your brands, like your brand ethos is this idea of the a lover of movement. It's a bigger thought about what your business is instead of I'm an equipment, uh, you know, a workout equipment manufacturer or like I'm a personal trainer that uses tools. No, this 
movement. It's a higher concept that allows more to come into your business. So like what, how actually, how long have you been, like, when did you launch your business? I, mine was such a journey. I started, had this idea for the U with one of my best friends. And then we started as a studio. They would go on the wall, they would come off. I knew zero about business. Like that's where, I mean, there's definitely certain things that I'm like, okay, I do understand a break-even analysis now. I do understand (laughs) that like, if you pay this to the trainer and you sell out this many spaces, you might still lose money if you factor in overhead. And is that like, there's logistical things that need to be, you know, fundamentally in place. And so I had the studio for a year. Then we moved to London. That's where my Mm. museum obsessed self, my husband was making a film there. And I spent every day, it was like, I didn't have a cell phone. I had one that only went to him in in England. And I was like, you know what? I didn't have, I had my two stepkids. So for half the time, but for most of it, it was just me. And I was like, I'm going to take this time and take advantage of this. Like I acknowledge what a rare gift it was to have this time. And it was kind of my version of college. And so I took a journal every single day and I would go to a different museum like the portrait gallery or the British museum or the V&A and I would start to sketch things out. And then I started to just write and I ended up writing like 23,000 words to my thoughts and musings on this book, fictional book of like the relationship between nature and man-made construction and, and I love historical fiction. So it was like living in a place like that, you know, you're, it's impossible not to think about the relationship that all these things are going to have. So that's my long-winded way of saying, and then came back and had Lola and the U was looked a certain way. And I was like, all right, this is okay. But like, if this was really beautiful, it would be on my coffee table and I would reach for it Mm. in the same way that like a beautiful frame or like I actually took my manufacturer, strapped the baby to the chest and took him a bunch of makeup. And I was Mm. like, this is why women reach for Tom Ford. This is why. And I was like, this finish, because there's also something there about the non-disposable nature of things that, you know, when we buy things that are are plastic and cheap and we don't really value them and we're not going to use them or that at least that's for me. Yeah. So if I can create things that aren't going to end up in a landfill, Mm. I'm like, wait a minute, I went completely off topic here. Um, (laughs) No, not at all. It was like such a slow journey. And I think that is maybe why I trust my instincts is because I didn't rush it. And I took the slow journey. And there's definitely moments now that I'm like, man, I should have raised before, man, I should have done this. But then I'm like, no, this isn't, it allowed me the freedom to to create this company to what I believe it can be and is now and where it can go. And then even in these like pitch meetings, regardless who it is, I'm able to go like, no, this is what we believe. This is our ethos. This is the data that supports it. So this slow journey and also during the pandemic, I've got two stepkids, my bonus kids that are, um, they were three and six and now they're 13 and 17. Oh, oh my God. So like many women, I had this. You're busy. (laughs) No way. I was like, I'm not going to fundraise and take on someone else's money and take on this pressure when already the pressure is too much. So I kind of slow rolled it, kept going. And now as of January 1st, it's this really weird place mm. where it feels like with my cowboy dad living with us, 
I've got built-in childcare, my version of an au pair. Um, <laughs> That's a good movie right there. <laughs> Cowhand. Yes. But I took the slow journey. And I think that's another thing for women is like men to mm. go like out the gate. This yeah. is what it is. Let's go. Let's drive. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with taking your time and cultivating and nourishing and like almost sensuality with building the business. Mm. Oh man, you've, you've really just like hit on so many gems and I'm obsessed with this idea of women shouldn't be building businesses in the same way that men build businesses because we've seen that the, you know, male dominant model that has created the corporate environment doesn't it doesn't allow for women to be women and and live their lives and take care of their family they have to ch- they have to choose right yeah. you either you either have to continue to work and hire someone to help with your kids or if you you know and 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 then that wasn't possible during the pandemic because you couldn't even get anybody to come into your house yeah so it, it's like I love the idea of like a slow build, very thoughtful. It, what you're describing to me is a feminine approach. And I don't think that one is better than the other. It's just the alignment part of it. Yeah. If you're a woman building a business and you're trying to act like a man and do things in the way that a man would do it, it's not going to work. Yeah. I will. And, li- and listen to your best self in the company that you want to build. Like I want to build from community. And, yes. and, you know, if you think about way back when, like hunters, gatherers, men were out there like, drive, kill, conquer, get the feed family. <laughs> and like, I would be back there like, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh, you want, do, do you have something you need to do? Let me watch your child. Like we are communal yeah. creatures and yeah. there's beauty to that. And so yeah. by going like, hey, how can I best serve you? How can yeah. you best serve me? Like building in that way, yeah. you know, it's, it's something too that like, now that we're at a different place with Equipped, like I just brought on a partner and oh, wow. it's been, and she is, she, it's so funny. We met because she's a mom at the school yeah. and we planned the kids holiday party. And she's fantastic. Lived in New York, all about the luxury space and the art and the, we just, we, we sync up beautifully, but even the synergy there that exists, we were like, wow, we can disagree in a very healthy way. And no yeah. one's saying, I'm right, you're wrong, like these these judgments imposed on things. And ultimately it's like, all right. And we both the biggest thing is like, how can we create these communities that can stand alone? So like we're both in LA, so we're gonna start here and do a lot more in terms of like having community leaders in terms of both trainers and interior designers and moms and and mm. and make this stand alone. And then we're gonna go like, let's do this in New York, let's do this. And it almost is what you said too, of like building a life that I want to have. Like, I love me some travel. (laughs) Where I was like, my sister's going to Atlanta for a fun event next week. And she was like, sis, you should come. And I was like, yes, I should. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Sleep for two nights. And he's like, you're blondie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm heading to a concert for two nights. Like, yeah. And that's again, like doing, taking moments that are, are, practical and within the parameters but and then when I go back east for like to visit family where we're going to Boston and I'm like all right well who are some trainers out there 
Who are some interior designers? What's the beautiful? We do a lot with hospitality. So we're like mm. in room and hotels. And again, I'm, a, I'm not a woman that goes to the gym. I travel a lot with my child. So if we're there, like, it's not like I can just leave her in the room. Yeah. But I'm like, we have like in Canyon Ranch, it's you bars are in the room. So you check in, it's there. Wow. And then we're do a lot more with that, that it's like, how fun is that? That it's right. And the content serves that. The content's going like, hey, it's okay if you don't have your Nike trainers and this and that and all these other things that have become signals in the past to what fitness is. We're like, if you're in your, your sweats and your child is there, you could still move. Yeah. It counts. I am so impressed just by your whole entire thought process and bringing all of these elements together, like interior design and hospitality. And I think also the the aesthetic of the U-bar and, and even thinking about the pandemic, like it's super easy to clean. Yeah. Still, it's not like just, a yoga mat, right? You just wipe it off yeah. and, and it's it's sanitized. So it can be used over and over and it's 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 metal and it's durable and beautiful. So many people can get use out of it too. Um, I And th- this idea of kind of tapping into the different communities and really understanding who these people are is, it, it's a beautiful thing. I, I'm, I'm really impressed and loving your, your business and, and you, of course, too. I mean, uh, I, it's really just such an incredible pleasure. I'm happy that you and I are now in community together. And like, now I'm going to, (laughs) I'm like going to be your hugest fan and uh, telling everybody what to, you know, how to use the U-bar and that they need to get it and all of that stuff. But we are actually coming to the end of our time together. And I, I can't say how much I, thoroughly enjoyed our pre-conversation and then this interview. And I hope that we can invite you back on the show to tell us, you know, more and more about how you're expanding and where you're going and where this whole business is is going and growing into. It, it's such a beautiful thing and it's been an honor. I, I thank you so much for having me. It, it's been such a pleasure and such an honor for me. Thank you. And I can't wait to see you guys. I know. In, Montana. <laughs> in Montana, we'll be you know, putting it in our packs and hiking up yeah. the trails and everything. You'll you'll get a ton of pictures, I promise. Sounds dreamy. Thank you so much and, and take care and good luck. Likewise. Bye. The She Leads Podcast Network.